the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Better Life with Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. Join Dr. Pinkston today as she teaches you how an integrative approach to health, combining holistic and contemporary medical information, can lead you to The Better Life. And now, here's your host, Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston. I am Dr. Marianne Pinkston, and today I have a guest who's been on with me before, but it is always a pleasure to have on because we have a very important topic to discuss with everybody this morning, and that is uh, hepatitis. And I've got Dr. Stephen Harrison from Pinnacle Clinical Research and uh, from San Antonio Gastro- Gastroenterology, right? Also, he's That's a, right. a, a hepatologist and gastroenterologist who's world-renowned and famous and wonderful and does a great job with the uh, fatty liver and many uh, many liver diseases that we are faced with. I know in San Antonio we are faced with a lot of fatty liver disease just due to our population's you know weight problems and whatnot, but we want to turn and talk a little bit about hepatitis today, right? That's so, right. That's yeah, right. Well, thank you in. again. Thank you again for having me back. I'm it's great to, to be you. here. Great to be uh, to be alive and well in San Antonio God, today. Right. Yes. But, uh, yeah, I thought we would just talk a little bit about hepatitis. You know, I see patients in clinic all the time, and, and one of the questions I get asked is, uh, what is hepatitis? Right. And, I, and I thought we'd just go real basic and talk about that and, and, and work through how that impacts San Antonio. Exactly. So <clears throat> hepatitis, the suffix, the ending, I-T-I-S, means inflammation. Yes. Hepa means liver, itis, inflammation. Hepatitis is just inflammation of the liver. And there are a myriad of causes of hepatitis. Now, one that our audience will be familiar with when they think of hepatitis Mm -hmm. is, could this be viral hepatitis? Like the alphabet soup of hepatitis, A, B, C, uh, you know, and and so that's something that you may be familiar with. And then alcoholic hepatitis Mm -hmm. as well. We, We always think of liver disease and alcohol going together. And that is true. That right. does happen. But uh, when you think about what the pandemic has done in the realm of liver disease, it's caused people to stay at home. They tend to eat more. They watch all the Netflix videos. Exactly. And so they've, what we've seen is that people as a population have gained weight and they've consumed more alcohol. Mm-hmm. And when we look at how that translates down field to transplantation, we've seen a sharp rise in alcoholic liver disease leading to transplant, wow. and then also a sharp rise in non-alcoholic fatty liver. So let me do a couple things. So first of all, the difference between alcoholic liver disease and non-alcoholic fatty liver is the amount of alcohol that you consume. So for a man, on average, we say more than two or three drinks a day, and those are standard drinks, not right. Texas-sized drinks, right? <laughs> I'm talking a 12-ounce right. beer, four ounces of wine, a shot of liquor. Uh, you know, that if two or three for a man on average or less than that, and then one to two for a female or less than that, 
doesn't really give you alcoholic liver disease. Now, this is on average per day. So you can equate that to a total number per week. So for a man, around 14 to 21 drinks in a week, and for a woman, 7 to 14. So less than that, generally, that's not going to give you alcoholic liver disease. Now, there's a caveat to that. If you're taking Tylenol Mm -hmm. on a routine basis and you're drinking that amount of alcohol, just that little amount of alcohol, it can give you a problem in your liver because the combination of Tylenol and alcohol is not a good combination. Right. So be careful, audience, if you're right. taking Tylenol. Now, you generally, know that is a common, a yeah. common issue. Generally, two grams a day of Tylenol is okay mm-hmm. uh, as long as you're not consuming Which alcohol. is probably four tablets a day, right? That's right. So two yeah. twice a day is what most people would do if they have an arthritic condition or something, right? So, That's right. Okay. That's right. So, so if it if if it's if you're below that amount, you know, okay, that's that's not alcoholic liver disease. Now, more than that, yeah, we we're gonna get into trouble with alcohol more often than not. Sure. Uh, but the big problem in San Antonio is non-alcoholic fatty liver, and that is due to the rise in obesity or or overweight, right? The prevalence and increasing um, incidence of diabetes. Yes. And the two together is, is a bad combination. And you throw in with that the genetic predisposition, particularly in people of Hispanic ethnicity. And that's just a setup for non-alcoholic fatty liver. Now, back to viral hepatitis. So we think of viral hepatitis as a liver doc, as a GI doc, mm-hmm. A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. Just the alphabet A, B, C. So A is generally a a fecal oral uh, route of administration. So you're eating salad that's right. been contaminated. Kind of a bad restaurant. Bad restaurant. <laughs> that's right. And, right. and and that presents with, you know, turning yellow and having GI distress. An so acute problem. An acute like. problem. Absolutely. Uh, you know, you're, you, you have diarrhea, you have belly pain, mm-hmm. you're throwing up, you mm-hmm. turn yellow. Uh, that's hepatitis A. Right. Uh, we have a vaccine for that. Right. So, uh, and, 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 Certainly, healthcare workers, military people like that are automatically vaccinated. And kids since what, 19, uh, probably the 2000, 2002, something like that, That's I think, right. are, are routinely vaccinated right. now, right? And there's, and, and there's actually a, a dual vaccine called Twin Ricks. There's mm-hmm. a couple others out there. Right. And that's for hepatitis A and B. B. And B. So B is a DNA virus. So I didn't mention, that's a little bit complicated, but essentially, um, B is, is not, when you get infected with hepatitis B, it's a blood-borne pathogen. So it's not from eating contaminated right. food, and it's a short-lived, transient uh, uh, infection that comes and goes. Right. Hepatitis B, because it's a DNA virus, if you acquire hepatitis B through a blood transfusion or contact with blood, that sticks around. Right. It becomes a chronic it issue. Like the cr- other's acute. This one's more chronic. That's right. right. It's okay. more chronic. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, so we do have treatment for that. We can suppress the virus just like we can with HIV, sure. but we can't cure the virus. So I can't eradicate that virus from your body. Now, we can suppress it to where it's not an issue for you right. if we catch it early enough. Right. And there's the major reason for vaccination. And we can give A and B together. Now, the, the most common in the U.S. that we see, the most mm-hmm. common viral hepatitis is hepatitis C. Right. And that is also a blood-borne pathogen. But it's an RNA virus instead of a DNA virus, so we can cure that virus, believe it or not. 
In fact, I spent the better part of my career working on drugs to aim right. at curing hepatitis C. Right. And now I'm, I'm I mean, it's, I hate to say this, but even a caveman can cure hepatitis C. <laughs> I mean, it is super easy. Right. The drugs we take are right. for, you know, eight weeks or 12 weeks, uh, 99% chance of a cure if you get it. Uh, but there is no vaccine for right. hepatitis C. So, uh, so what happens in viral hepatitis or any hepatitis, this inflammation in the liver? The liver wants to cure itself. It wants mm-hmm. to fix itself. And so when hepatocytes, liver cells, begin to get irritated from whatever's causing it, it could be a virus, it could be alcohol, it could be fatty liver from just overweight or yes. diabetes, okay. it could be certain medications we take that mm-hmm. can cause it. Uh, it could be a lot of herbal medications, believe right. it or not. Supplements can, and supplements. things that people are overtaking That's right. now quite can a bit. can lead so, to, sure. to inflammation, this hepatitis I'm talking about. The liver wants to... It wants to fix itself. So the only two organs in the body that can replicate are the skin and the liver. So they do that by laying down a scab. Mm -hmm. And we know that in the skin. We lay Mm -hmm. down a scab, and that allows the skin to close and heal. And when the the skin heals, then the scab falls off. Same thing happens in the liver. There's injury. The liver says, wait a second, I need to heal myself. Mm -hmm. And so it begins to lay down this collagen framework that allows new hepatocytes, new liver cells to grow. And when they're grown and they're all healthy, then that scab, that collagen, that fibrosis begins to be reabsorbed. But to do that, you have to take away the injury, right? right? You can't continually insult the liver and cause more and more damage, mm-hmm. or you'll never give the time right. to heal. Right. And so that's what leads to what we call cirrhosis. Yes. So cirrhosis is not just alcohol. It's anything causing irritation in the liver that leads to what we call hepatitis, this mm-hmm. inflammation of the liver. That drives the scar tissue, which left unchecked, leads to cirrhosis and the complications that we know about. Exactly. It's about the best yeah. description of the entire process in the 10 minutes I've ever heard. That is wonderful. So sure. underneath, though, and the liver is a very forgiving organ. It's something that, like the skin and its turnover, it takes a long period of time for all this to happen. And I think people get really comfortable right. with that. So it goes unsymptomatic, asymptomatic for a very long time until at one point the damage is done, right? So that's right. Then it truly is irreversible. So the the what we want to get to, I'm sure now, is finding this very early and stopping the process early before right. it turns into a chronic, you know, uh, or b- before it becomes that uh, that uh, life ending uh, process. And it's not a pretty way to die. It once it once it right scars absolutely is, is gone. It's gone. Yeah, that's the. The, the issue, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. So the liver is going to want to try to fix itself. Sure. And in so doing, it does a good job of that. Right. But if that insult continually happens over and over again, you just it, the liver can't keep up. Right. And so it will begin to, to deteriorate. Now, the problem is, unlike an infection, let's say you get bit by an ant. Right. And... And you scratch it, yeah. and and it gets infected. It's going to start to turn red. It's going to start to be painful, right. um, and it's going to get hot. And that is signs of an infection, a cellulitis, if you will. That sure. skin is now irritated, and and there's a little, and, and you're being notified of that. Right. There's a problem, right? right? It hurts. Mm-hmm. It's painful. It's red. It's Thank swollen. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the liver, 
That doesn't happen. Exactly. So generally it's speaking, silent. it's a silent yes, progressive it disease. Mm-hmm. And in fact, most commonly with fatty liver, non-alcoholic fatty liver, patients present when they've developed in-stage liver disease mm-hmm. and they're showing up in the emergency room, right. yellow, right. swollen up like the Michelin man, yes. lots of edema, lots of swelling in their legs, they have fluid in their belly. Maybe they're confused. We call that hepatic encephalopathy. Yeah. Or worse, they're throwing up blood because they have dilated veins in their esophagus. We call right. those varices. Right. And they've ruptured. And so we don't want to get there. Right. We want to stave this off. We want to make the diagnosis early sure. so that we can help the liver. Exactly. We can take away that insult. And again, it's not just alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's not just a virus. It could be you're doing everything right in your life, except the diabetes is there and you're overweight or, or, or you know, you're just not where you want to be optimally from a right. lifestyle perspective. I right. struggle with that myself. Sure, you know, I, I love well. to eat good food. I, I, I don't have time to exercise as much as I would like sure. to, but I still like to eat good food. Right. And so I continually eat the good <laughs> food and, and I don't exercise yeah. like I should. And, um, and so people don't have to be on the spectrum of all they do is eat and and, and just get chubbier and chubbier. Right. Healthy, generally healthy people that are just a little overweight, maybe their sugar's a little higher than they're supposed to be, they can present with really bad liver disease. Sure can. And I'll give, this is a great point for me to throw in even about myself now, because I, you know, was very obese at one point, diabetic, had all these issues, lost a drastic amount of weight, 162 pounds, but I still, underneath that, and as well as I eat, as much as I exercise, I have an autoimmune condition. So I have rheumatoid arthritis, and that is a, a huge inflammatory problem. The only thing I can take is Tylenol, take a lot of Tylenol, things like that. And I have a liver disease that I've been battling for 15 years. And you wouldn't think it. You wouldn't know it. I look well. I look happy. I, you know, I, I take good care of myself. But underneath is brewing a very, you know, concerning disorder, a chronic problem. So right. you really don't know who it is or or who can be afflicted. And this is something that we can catch very easily in in the doctor's office, right? So you go to your doctor for your routine checkup. So don't miss getting your routine checkup. Come to your doctor. Get your That's laboratory right. work. You know, we can screen for these problems and, and look at your liver, test do your Absolutely. blood work. Absolutely. You know, like, we, we actually have a test called a fibro scan. Exactly. It's an ultrasound-based tool. It's what we call a, a point-of-care test, which yes. means you can do it in the office. Mm-hmm. It's painless. It takes right. about 10 minutes to do. And we're able to assess two things. We able, we're able to tell you if you have fatty liver, mm-hmm. and we're able to tell you if you have stiffness in the liver, which links to scar tissue or right. fibrosis. Right. And that, that test, painless 10 minutes Absolutely. or less, tells It took us. two or three minutes, actually, right. and, and Miss Evelyn over there took care of me. I went and had it done. I was amazed at how quick it was, and the results that we got from it is so simple. And you guys offer a free fibro scan. If patients want to have, you know, go and have this done and take a look, you know, we get your blood work or, you know, but if you're super high risk, your blood work may be normal also, right? That's, that's, that's so important. I'm glad you pointed that out. I mean, liver chemistry tests aren't always elevated in the setting of fatty liver disease. So it is important. And remember, you may not have any symptoms. Mm -hmm. You may not have abnormal blood tests, but that 
point of care, that little fiber scan can tell us a lot about your liver health. I sure can. And, and the great news about the test is it's what we call negative predictive value. It's really, really good at telling us if, if there's nothing to worry about. Right. I mean, it's 95 plus percent accurate. Right. So, you know, if you want to feel better about your liver health, get a fibrous scan sure. uh, because it can tell you in literally, you know, five to 10 minutes, whether there is a problem that needs further workup right. or whether you're good to go. And, and a positive is, is a positive needing a workup. You don't necessarily diagnose anything at that point, just a good screening tool, let you know if we need to work something up and you're saying a negative is a negative. That's right. And that's it. And so that's, that's right. great news. In five minutes, you can know I'm good to go. And now, what wonderful news that is. That's true. And, and we only have a few minutes left. So maybe let me just jump into if you have fatty liver, we've talked about that it's hard. You don't present with symptoms mm-hmm. often. You know, you're not going to turn yellow until the disease is right, really, really advanced. Right. right? Yes. And so, unfortunately, you don't develop pain in the abdomen. You, there aren't little clues that no. you can say necessarily. Right. But w- there are a couple things you can begin to do, and that's right. modify your lifestyle. Sure. And one of the things I tell people is eat less carbohydrates, right? right? Bread, rice, pasta, pizza, potatoes, tortillas. That's the key. And then exercise. People say, how much exercise? Believe it or not, it's not that much. No, anything. It's it, it, Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and the word is for the day on a Monday morning is consistency. <laughs> and You've got to be consistent. Just move and be That's consistent. That's right. right? And Which we'll have a few minutes to talk about on the flip side. What I want to do is give the number, though, in case people want to schedule. So in San Antonio, it's 210-529-7978. You can also go to PinnacleResearch.com. And then in Austin, people hear us up there, it's 512 601 one five seven eight eight and this will be on my website so drpbetterlife.com i'm going to have all this information where you can reach it already is actually and it's been there this year is that you guys have been a great uh, great to support me and sponsor me and so that's going to be there so drpbetterlife.com and you can find all the rest of my podcasts and information and dr harrison and i have been on before and find that podcast as well so we're going to take a short break and come back on the flip side and talk a little bit more i want to talk more about prevention what we can do to catch it treat it and prevent it so we'll Wonderful. be right Fatty liver is linked to two different situations, alcohol and diabetes, or obesity. In both cases, patients can have no symptoms. In the United States, and in particular, Texas, the most common cause of liver disease in general is non-alcoholic fatty liver. Again, associated with overweight, obesity, and or diabetes. Additional risk factors include high cholesterol, high blood pressure, Hispanic ethnicity, and postmenopausal status. At Pinnacle Clinical Research, we offer a quick, non-invasive, ultrasound-based screening assessment called FibroScan. This test is done at no cost to you, and we do not take insurance. The test will measure the fat and stiffness in your liver and state your risk and development of fatty liver disease. You will meet with a provider immediately following your scan to go over your results. If you're interested in getting more information on your liver health, please call 210-529-7978 and schedule your FibroScan today. We are conveniently located in the Medical Center at 5109 Medical Drive. Welcome back. Uh, this is Dr. Marianne Pinkston and Dr. Stephen Harrison from Pinnacle Research and San Antonio Gastroenterology. A world-renowned gastroenterologist talking about hepatitis and liver disease. And in hepatitis, you know, I think of many people who come to me and they get their laboratory test, normal, abnormal. Uh, they can come and get their fiber scan, which we were talking about mm-hmm. in the previous 20 minutes. But we talked about most 
patients then either take a lot of supplements or want to do a detox or a cleanse, a liver cleanse right. of sorts. And so tell me your opinion on that. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't I mean, do the, it. Uh, the key is, <clears throat> and we were talking about this at the break, you can go to the health food aisle of any store, mm-hmm. and you will often find things like colon cleanse sure. and, and liver cleanse. <clears throat> and I'll tell you real quickly about both. So <clears throat> first of all, colon cleanse. Yeah. You know, I, I remember uh, seeing ads and, 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 and looking at, at uh, just what's in these, these cleanses. And the bottom line is, uh, you know, I, there's, there's no good cleanse, right? right? That, when we do colonoscopy, we clean your colon out completely. Right. You guys yes. have, that have had colonoscopy know no. <laughs> that day before a colonoscopy is brutal, right? Yes. I mean, just yeah. the prep you the have to go through. test isn't bad. It's the prep, It's right? the prep. That's yeah. right. And, and I can tell you that I see, I have seen over, well, several thousand pristine sure. colons, sure. right? I finished the exam. Right. We're in the recovery. I'm telling the patient, there is nothing wrong. I saw all of your colon. It looks pristine. Right. You must feel like a million bucks today because you have cleansed that colon. That's right. It's and, done. And they're like, no, I'm tired and I'm hungry. Right. <clears throat> right. Yeah. So colon cleanse doesn't yeah. do anything right. to make you feel sure. better. I've, I've, do, I've done this every day of my life right. for over 20 years That's until right. I retired in 2016 from doing endoscopy. So just keep that in mind. With the liver cleanse, it's more important to understand that you can do more harm to your liver than good Absolutely. by taking these quote-unquote cleanses because they're not FDA regulated. Right. As a board-certified gastroenterologist and liver transplant physician, I can put together a cocktail yeah. of cleanse, manufacture it, and sell it without any oversight, without any regulation right. on that at all. And, and I can tell you what goes into those liver cleanses, things like milk thistle, uh, turmeric, mm-hmm. coumarin. Mm-hmm. There is no data to support that they actually do anything to the liver. Right. You're just throwing away your money. Right. What you need to focus on in any liver disease is controlling the injury, what's causing the injury to Absolutely. the liver. Because the end result is the liver is going to want to lay down a scab or right. scar, as we talked about before the break. And we want to limit the liver's wanting to do that. And we do that by taking away the injury that's the liver's, you know, being hit with. So most commonly, that's going to be reducing alcohol intake, mm-hmm. and it's going to be reducing your weight and controlling your diabetes. Right. Now, if you can do those things, that's the cleanse that we're looking for. Exactly. That's what we want to target. Exactly. Now, is there other... Other things you can do more specifically. We talked a little bit at the at, before the break about limiting carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Texas, yeah. we we eat lots of tortillas, mm-hmm. lots of bread, lots of pasta, uh, lots eat, of soda, lots of yes, yes, sweet so, tea, sweet tea, anything with fructose in it. Right. Uh, Dr Pepper, Big Red, right. Mountain Dew. Coca-Cola. Bill Miller sweet tea. Bill Miller sweet tea. (laughs) Amen. We all love our Bill Miller sweet tea. I mean, no (laughs) doubt. But it can lead to uh, fatty liver. Now, we talked about about nutrition uh, and and trying to eat right. One of the things that I would recommend today is we want to eat more Mm omega-3s and less Mm omega-6s. 
that will do wonders to your liver. Right. What do I mean by that? Exactly. Cut out the vegetable oil. Right. And eat more things like fish, mm -hmm. uh, walnuts, flax seeds, things that have a lot of omega-3 in them. Right. Now, if you're like me, I unfortunately am not a big fish guy. I am not either. But I can take me some krill oil and I can take me some, you know, some... Uh, other omega-3s sure. in supplements. Now, sure. that's the one supplement I do like right. because um, the idea is you want to replace the omega-6s in the liver with omega-3s. And when you do that, there's one term I want you to remember, and that's arachidonic acid. Mm -hmm. If we can lower that in your body, not only is liver inflammation going to go down, mm -hmm. but whole body inflammation is going to go down. You're talking about Correct. autoimmune disease. Exactly. Wherever that is driving inflammation, yes. oftentimes arachidonic acid is playing a exactly. role in that as well. Yes. So you want to limit that as much as you can. Now, we can't live without arachidonic acid. you got to have, have some, some like but we don't Moderation need to have a key. whole lot of it for <laughs> right. sure. So sure. eating more omega-3s will drive down arachidonic acid levels. Mm -hmm. So, again, fish oil, uh, flax seeds, mm -hmm. uh, walnuts, fish. Right. Uh, and and less less vegetables, and that's oil. good for heart disease, for dementia, for any uh, you know disease that we can think of in the body. The omegas are you know wonderful at battling those diseases. And of course, you have to look at types and whatnot. And I can always guide people as to what are good versions of it or not, because like anything else, they can have fillers and and whatnot. So we definitely that's can right. guide you on that. Which again, I will you know direct people towards that, and I can direct you towards that on the website too. So you know what, that was the quickest seven minutes in in radio <laughs> telling you, but it has been absolute pleasure having you on again today nope, and we're going to have you on again and I want everybody to be able to get this information so uh, you can go to my website at drpbetterlife.com and also you can reach uh, the Pinnacle Clinical Research and at uh, pinnacleresearch.com I have a phone number too here in San Antonio 210-529-7978 but I do have that on the website again drpbetterlife.com so look there for all the information regarding Dr. Harrison and, and his work and for all the other podcasts and our previous podcast. And so, again, we'll have him on one more time. But everybody, thank you uh, for, your, uh, for joining us. And thank you for being on again and uh, being with us and all this great information. Very good. Thank you. Everybody have a great week. Thank you. You've been enjoying The Better Life with Dr. Marianne Pinkston. For more information, go to drpthebetterlife.com. That's drpthebetterlife.com. And listen next week for The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.